0: Featuring Carl Price, Anthony Minichello... and a full preview of the Four Nations. Okay, I'm here in the middle of Campbell's Field in Philadelphia under the Benjamin Franklin Bridge. It's, it's uh, episode nine of uh, White Line Fever and I'm here with the world's biggest 5 maybe the biggest 5-8 in the world ever, Carl Price. You've just had a win over uh, over South Africa and uh, hopefully a step closer to qualifying for the
1: World Cup, 20-6. How do you feel? Yeah, well, you know, obviously the game won not um, a massive spectacle, but, you know, the main thing is that we got that win and we get to play USA on Sunday and, you know, and take that from there. And it'll be an absolute massive for, for Jamaica to qualify for a World Cup. What about
0: playing standoff mate? You've got some uh, relatives who play standoff with greater plum, how do you find it? Yeah mate it's, not, it's no <laughs> issue.
1: Obviously my brothers um, a world class standoff has been there to highest level and, and done it. I'm not really a standoff, but you know I'll standing there when Jamaica needs me to whatever position you play. You know, I've done it, you know, I've played in a world World Cup Challenge final and, and played at the five eight, so you know to play it again it's not not bigger.
0: I made the penalties sixteen thirteen. I think we haven't had a penalty count like that in about forty years. Was it a frustrating game to play? And it was more like twenty all, I think. You know? no, I'm, not, I'm not
1: too sure. I think you know, I reckon Steve Ganser might have put a few more, a few more penalties out there once or twice before. But no, you know you look at conditions and it, you know it, were, it was sloppy, really rainy, mm-hmm. wet underfoot. So are going to be a lot of a lot of penalties. You know, each, each nations are getting better. You know, obviously Americans have been playing for five years. South Africa every few years, you know, so to play that kind of standard and they're coming from amateur, it's, you know, it a, is a, it's a big step up to play international from, from amateur, so, you know, credit to boys, you know, they've dug in deep and they're doing it as much as they can, you know, down in Jamaica, and I'm pretty sure that they're doing it in, in South Africa, so, you know, to get better, and you know, hopefully you know, over the next couple of years, I'm sure they'll be.
0: And finally, Carl, just a word on what it's like to come in as a professional from England, and maybe some of the fellas don't know a lot about their background, yeah. and then to play in in, in a team with uh, with local fellas from from Jamaica.
1: Oh yeah, it's it, it's a, it's, a, it's an experience within itself, you know. One of the main reasons why I thought, you know, I've I've, no, I've never been over to Jamaica, you know. And obviously, my, my father's Jamaican, and I just thought, you know, why not help a, a nation out, which you know, which I've come from, you know. I Don't know too much about my own heritage. Don't know whether, you know, obviously, I knew whether. My grandma and granddad are from obviously from Kingston, they came over in the early, I think they were 40s. So um, to represent Jamaica, it, it means a lot.
0: I bet you're getting out of the cold, Carl. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you. Is that song. That's The Answer from Ireland with the album Revival. Just out last week and uh, Lynn Jackerman uh, sharing uh, lead vocals there. I just... Can't believe what a great song that is, and I thoroughly recommend that record to you. Revival by The Answer. Well, plenty happening in rugby league. The Four Nations kicking off Friday night uh, with Australia taking on New Zealand at the Halliwell Jones Stadium. Uh, before the break, we heard from uh, Carl Price, who played for Jamaica in a 20-6 to win over South Africa last Wednesday in Philadelphia. Unfortunately, the Jamaicans came a cropper on Sunday, losing 40-4 to to the United States. The United States progressing to the 2013 Rugby League World Cup on Friday night in Avignon. Uh, it was England taking on France. It was a 32-18 win to England, uh, but uh, interestingly, uh, the debut there for Jack Reed, Chris Hyington, and Rangi Chase, uh, two players who... well, three players who... Aren't, well, didn't qualify or arrive in the England team through the traditional route. Jack Reid uh, moved to Australia when he was two. Uh, Chris Hyington qualifying under the um, parent rule. And uh, Rangy Chase um, qualifying because he has been a resident of the United Kingdom for three years. Very controversial selections, the three of them. And uh, after the game, uh, I spoke to Rangy Chase. Yeah, it was um, yeah, it's good to get men and match, but I don't think I deserved it. Um, you know, we shot ourselves in foot there. Um, could have got some more points flowing there, but we killed ourselves. Was it in any way a sort of stressful night for you, making like you move? Or was it any more nervous than you would be? Nah, uh, yeah? it's, it's more um, it's stressful out there because you know what we're capable of, and we just didn't um, get to you know, get to what we're capable of. We just pretty much blew it every time we got some momentum. So. Uh, but, you know the good thing is we got to work. We get to work on it's our first home game situation, so um, see what see what coach says. That combination per game and that looks promising for you, doesn't it? Yeah, we just need to build on it. You know, some um, something we can build on over the t- over the tournament. So hopefully, um, we just keep improving. What about the other new fellas uh, Jack and, and Chris? How do you reckon they went? Yeah, good. You know? Every, everyone went okay, but got to points where we could have. You know, kicked on but we just um, let ourselves down there we were forcing errors and stuff like that. OK, we're going to keep things pretty brief this week uh, because uh, by the time you hear this, one or both of uh, the opening weekend, Four Nations games will already have been played and there'll be another episode right around the corner in only a few days' time. Now, uh, to uh, check us out on Facebook, it's the SteveMascord.com Facebook page. Just type in SteveMascord.com when you get on Facebook. My Twitter is TheRealStevis, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-S-T-E-A-V-I-S. Um, now, I've got a new Facebook feature. I've copied this off another podcast. I listened to great podcast called the Rock and Roll Geek Show. If you were to call in and leave a comment or maybe a gig review, maybe you've had a few beers on board, you're at a gig on your own, you've got no one to talk to. Now ring this number, plus six one. 280113186. That's plus 61 280113186. It's a bit of an extension of maybe the Discord column where you can write a comment at the bottom. Uh, you can actually, if you can't. Yeah, you know, if you're illiterate or something you can only talk and you can't write then you can do that over the phone now don't forget the website for this specific to this show it's uh whitelinefever.ning.com and this week's um, uh, debate question is going to be should gareth widdop be in england's starting side uh, a lot of people uh, follow the NRL think gareth widdop Probably should deserve a spot ahead of Rangy Chase. People who follow Super League uh, think the opposite. Okay, earlier this year I was lucky enough to go to the M3 Festival in Maryland and had a chat to Pat Torpy, the drummer from Mr Big and uh, after that we're going to have uh, a great song off the I reckon one of the best albums of the last 18 months uh, What If by Mr Big and this is a song Mr Beauty uh, Mr Beauty sorry American Beauty by Mr Big American Beauty uh, by Mr Big then after that we're going to speak to Anthony Minocello. then after we uh, chat to Mini in Serbia uh, we're going to be playing one final song uh, a new track from Steel Panther and I believe this is has got, uh, it's a clean version, I don't know if there's much left if you'd get a clean version of a Steel Panther song, but the song is called 17 Girls in a Row, and uh, aside from that, we'll speak to you after the weekend. Enjoy your weekend. And the, big, the interesting thing with you guys is that you were off the scene for so long, so what is the one, the scene you've returned to, how is it different to the one you left?
2: Well, uh, you know, uh, it, people everywhere i mean you know it's like a, you know rock and roll is a way of uniting everybody i mean an audience in beijing once we're up there playing it doesn't feel that much different than when we're playing here or playing in the uk or playing in japan so i mean as far as i'm concerned it's just a, it's just another show the difference between doing this show though is we do an hour we've, we've been doing two hour and a half sets so it's gonna go by like that Yeah, yeah it yeah. really is it's 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 like a whirlwind you know you it's like jumping into a tornado you get thrown around a little bang it's over yeah yeah, yeah. oh wow thank you good night you know yeah but Japan was a big sort of motivating factor in you guys getting back together is that a fair comment or not yeah I I would say yes and no Um, because we got back together because we wanted to Obviously we've had a good success in Japan and they've always kind of stuck with us over the years. But um, we we kind of we got together because we wanted to. Um, it's just nice to have a place to go where people are we're like wow, great back, you know? yeah. But we actually have a lot of fans all over. I mean, you know, with, with the internet now and email and Facebook and you know the whole thing. We hear from people all over the world and so we're just, that that's, it was the fans all over that yeah, yeah, motivated us. So when you come
0: back to the States and it's sort of hardcore touring again, um, does it make you reflect on your decision? again, like, because it would have been a whirlwind initially when, you know, when we got back together, recorded, go to Japan, whatever, but now you're back here, it's kind of like, close to home,
2: and do you reflect on your decision more, or? Well, not really, you know, there's no regrets, if that's what you No regrets, I don't mean, no, you just think about it, you know, like. Well, I, the the thing that I think about that's related to this is that I can't believe how fortunate I am to still be able to be doing this, you know, Uh, it's a a young man's game, and, and it's really nice to be a part of a band that. To me, uh, I had a major influence in shaping, you know, it's like the four of us, and we actually were able to make a success out of it. And just to be a part of that, and I, and I love the guys I'm in a band with, they're, they're like my brothers, and we've been all over the world, we've done, you know, decades of things that many people would cut, cut off their arm to be able to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just really grateful, I'm, you know, I'm just a happy guy, glad to be here. <laughs>
0: Before that song we we're in Avignon, and the song before that we we're in Philadelphia. Now we're in um, Belgrade, where Serbia are, um, have just been defeated 52 6 by Italy, led by Anthony Minicello. Big Vic Morrow from Manly sent to the sin bin for punching in the second half. And a very courageous uh, Serbian side. I'm with Anthony Minicello 52 um, 6, but they were pretty courageous, the Serbians.
3: Well, they were, yeah, it was. Um it was a much higher intensity game than the week before, and I think they did well. And um, you know it's it's good to develop these uh, these countries, and hopefully one day they can they can be a, a strong nation. Big Vic Moro win the simbin? Yeah, mate. He, um, <laughs> he got uh, a bit of a, a bit of a simbin there, but they <laughs> were quite rough with him. So um, yeah, all in all, you know, it was a bit scrappy in the end, but uh, we, we got the job done. It's down to you guys in Lebanon now for the you would imagine for the World Cup spot. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we're we're. Um, our main goal is to get to the World Cup and uh, create some history there. Italy have never made the World Cup before, so um, that's been our goal all along. And Next week uh, here will be a big challenge, and we're looking forward to it. You'll be there to play in it if they make it? Mate, I hope so. <laughs> I'd love to play in... Uh, in the World Cup for, for Italy, and and you know, hopefully help them uh, get there first. And mate, just quickly, what's it like here in Serbia for people who've never been here, maybe n- will never come here? <laughs> mate, it's um, yeah, I didn't know what to expect when we got here, but it's a very interesting town, and um, yeah, we've we've had a look around town, and it's uh, you know it's, it's interesting because most of the people speak English as well, so it's it's easy to get around. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate.